Welcome to another Freedom Talk, where Vivekji takes questions from seekers across the world. Freedom Talks happen on Sundays during Vivekji's Meaningful Morning sessions. If you're interested in joining, find out more about Meaningful Mornings on our website, chinmayaniagara.com. Let's tune into this week's questions. recent marriage enrichment retreat, I had asked all of the seekers who had gathered to openly share a insecurity that they're struggling with. And a seeker had shared her insecurity is in how she's parenting her children. That was a very beautiful display and a lovely offering of vulnerability. During the question and answer period, another seeker had shared, if we just reflect, then we don't need do's and don'ts. We don't need advice. We don't need guidance if we just reflect. And she's right. I resonate with what she shared. So many of our problems are because of our wrong thinking. Which is why on Sundays, we have our freedom talk. I may be talking, others may have asked questions, but really, this is a dialogue between your mind and your own intellect. The more you reflect, the more you are Prince Arjuna that is clear and less of Prince Arjuna that is confused. This is a new question from Anonymous. Expectations from close ones is the cause of my sadness. Please guide me, Harion. It is not just the cause of your sadness, it is the cause of everyone's sadness. Expectation. The Sanskrit word for this is vikshepa. Technically, we say projection, but in a practical sense, it is expectation. Vikshepa comes from avidya or forgetting your nature is happiness. The less happy you are, the more you expect happiness from others. The more happy you are, the less you expect happiness from others. So my first point is, keep investing in your higher self. Then what will happen is, you will accept others. Your interactions with others will be treated as seva, as an opportunity to serve, not another dependent. More relatively, we have become disoriented in terms of expectations. We have very low expectations of ourselves and very high expectations of others. For a seeker, the orientation is exactly the opposite. 
very high expectations of themselves and very low expectations of others. If you can absorb yourself in your own expectations to forgive early, to exercise early, to read, write, reflect more, you will be most absorbed in your own self-development that you will not be shaken by others' self-development or lack thereof. The way that you're acting right now is like a politician. You want them to change, but you're not changing yourself. What a leader does is they change themselves and they have no agenda to change others. If it happens, good. If it doesn't happen, good. Next, how do we balance our time, resources, and effort between serving and loving others externally while focusing on our own internal self-development? Mm -hmm. The more you invest in yourself, the less wants and needs you have externally. Because you are fulfilling yourself. In Bhagavad Gita, I had shared how dharma is a self-reward system. The more you follow and far further your responsibilities, what you want and need is coming into your life from yourself. So your wants and needs are reduced, then you don't need to balance. Only those who have this sense of incompletion within, they have to balance how much to give. They calculate, it's transactional, because they're still confused or have this doubt that if I give too much, then I'll become unhappy. But for those who are clear, there's no sense of balance. They give all, all resources, time, and effort. So that's one insight. Another is, I find this to be most practical. Use time as your parameter. How much time you will give to others, how much time you will give to yourself. I shared with Sheila this morning that you can sleep it <laughs> until 7.15. She came down at 7.35 and I ran upstairs <laughs> to be with all of you. But that was time as my parameter. I can't give our kids more time than until 7.30. After that, I have to give myself and everyone else time. We have a parameter too. Then I have to give another group time and another group time. When you have this parameter, the sense of doing your best becomes clear. That this is the best I can do for my kids. This is the best I can do for Chinmay Mission Pittsburgh, etc. When you have this parameter and you feel that you're doing your best, you leave the rest then, correct? The whole idea of what do I get is dissolved. And lastly, quick question, quick answer. What is the significance of eclipses, especially when pregnant? What should we do to ensure we're safe? Number one, 
the most tactile way you can be hurt from an eclipse is your eyes, correct? Because the radiation or the energy of the sun is not being filtered. That applies whether you're pregnant or not. Whether you're 60 or six, that same scientific, pragmatic form of self-care is needed. Metaphysically, an eclipse is a icon of selfishness. In terms of theology, there is a asura, or a mean person who's trying to get something that they don't deserve, and then that's stopped by the suras who are selfless. So there's so much theology in all of this. The point being is, not even for a moment should one be careless in thinking selfishly, speaking selfishly, acting selfishly, especially when you're pregnant, because you're not just thinking and speaking and acting for yourself. The dozens, hundreds of physicians, healthcare workers that are involved in this community, if my wife, when she was pregnant, would drink alcohol, who else would be drinking alcohol? our kids. If she was smoking cigarettes, who else would be smoking cigarettes? They would. If she was anxious, who else would be anxious? They would. Which is why our samskaras direct the earlier part of life. These are prenatal. Focus on your health and happiness.